found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. KBGG, local sports talk right here on your radio uh, from noon until 2. Each uh, Monday through Friday, Trent Condon and myself are with you uh, as we uh, launch another week. And what a weekend it is as we recap a busy week in MLB and CFB and NFL and a lot of other uh, sports going on. Just a crazy, crazy week that started on Friday. If you're a football fan, as Clemson goes down, Washington State goes down, ended yesterday with Aaron Rodgers going down, and the pathetic, well, at least they were until they took the field against the Denver Broncos, the New York Giants pulling off one of the biggest upsets so far in the NFL. Lots to get to. The Hawks back on the field this week, 11 o'clock kick at Northwestern. We do know that they've got a night game the following week. They'll host Minnesota at 5.30, Iowa State's homecoming game. Was also released their time, uh, their kick time today. They will kick at two thirty in the afternoon to be broadcast on either ABC, ESPN, or ESPN Two. My partner is Trent Condon. As we get it going here, Trent, how's things? Ah, uh, not too bad. Uh, busy weekend, interesting weekend, and uh, Jimmy B's favorite term, chaos. Is it college football? In a big way, Trent, in a big way. Uh, I think I watched the second-best team in college football play. We'll have plenty of time to get into that. Uh, they're on Iowa's schedule coming up, by the way. Um, and it's Ohio State. Yeah. You know what? The Oklahoma loss aside, uh, it, it certainly looks as they got that one out of their system. But uh, you know where I want to start with you? And I guess it's probably here now because there seems to be a sense of urgency if you're a, a local baseball fan and if your team is the Cubs mm-hmm. because they come home uh, down 0-2. They're asked to win four out of the next five, Trent, if they're going to move on. And if they're going to do so, they're going to have to do so against that Dodgers bullpen who's just... I mean, the, the the Cubs bats, regardless if it's a starting pitcher or a, a guy coming out of the bullpen, have just been fast asleep. This Dodger bullpen, Trent, my God. Well, the two leading hitters right now on the Cubs are Jose Quintana and John Lester. That's what you call a problem. <laughs> now, is that true? Is it average-wise? Uh, yes. It's true. That's not good. No. I'm, I'm no baseball savant, but that's not yeah, good when know, those are your two leaders right now. Now, to be fair, Lester's had two at bats. <laughs> right, 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 right. In this one, anyway. But regardless, the bats aren't there, and can they wake up four out of five? It's so daunting. It just is. And this Dodgers team's really good. Yeah. You know, that's walking away, the walk-off is... The bearded man gets it done. Teen Wolf. No, you're not a Game of Thrones guy, are you? No, okay. no, no. I'm not even going to go there. Okay, yeah. yeah. Teen Wolf. You, you remember I don't that know, I do not. What? I do not. You never saw Teen Wolf? No, never saw Teen Wolf. Oh, man. What were you doing in the 80s? Well, well maybe I, I don't want to I was a child of the 60s. <laughs> That's don't true. forget. That's true. <laughs> right. uh, I don't know. I don't remember Teen Wolf. Well, uh, Turner and that beard. Absolutely yeah. ridiculous. But that aside, it was, I mean, it's more than that. You just walk away. At least I did last night saying... Dodgers are a lot better. Yes, they are. I agree with you. A lot better. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of the takeaway from At least this. at this point. Yeah. You know, you you match the rosters up, you know, position by position, and the Cubs are going to win a lot of those, probably the majority of them, I yeah. think. Um, but at the end of the day, it's about a team. And, mm-hmm. you know, if you... If, and look, the Cubs bullpen was good last night. 
Yes. You know what? An Achilles heel of that team, Carl Edwards, who thought, boy, he's lost it. Mm-hmm. He's on fumes. Look what he did yesterday in that game. He yeah. was really, really good when he was called upon. He struck out 20. He got three strikeouts mm-hmm. uh, in the game of his four outs. Three of them came by the K. So, and then Strobe came in, did his thing. Dunson wasn't awful. But Lackey, back-to-back days, look, I get what Joe Madden was doing. You want Davis in a safe situation, I think, and he's getting a ton of criticism. Mm-hmm. Cappy, who joins us on Wednesday, has been as vocal as anybody that you can't put Lackey in that spot. Okay, maybe you can't, but I get why he didn't pitch Davis, who was up. Davis was up in the sheer miraculous uh, thought that somehow the Cubs were going to score a run off that Dodgers bull- bullpen. Mm-hmm. And if that happened... Then Davis comes into the game for a safe situation, but I get what he was doing. Do you disagree with that? Oh, absolutely. You you, you pitch Davis there. You pitch Davis there because there might not be a safe situation, and there wasn't last night. And you got to extend the game and any means necessary. And I understand Davis has been used a lot, mm-hmm. but if he's up, if he's ready, use him, use him. Just the same conversation we had last year in the wild card game with the Orioles. Not Zach Britton sits there for thirteen oh. innings. Right, but this was the ninth. This was the ninth. When are you going to use him? I'm going to use him when we score in the Tawi. I'm talking as a Cub here, yeah. as Joe Madden. When th- when they score in the tenth, then I put him in, or score in the eleventh, then I put him in. I, I just, but there's no sure thing that no, you're going to get to the tenth or the eleventh. I understand. I understand. Use I your bullets them. while you have them. That's mm-hmm. that's where I am. Use your best guys. No, when look, you I, have Madden and I are in the minority. Madden's getting killed today. Yes. Yeah. Um, and, and maybe, maybe we're, maybe Joe and I are both wrong uh, on this one, but look, Lackey was, he was Lackey. He was Lackey. You know? and, and that's where I'm fine using Lackey. If this thing goes to the 12th or the 13th, all right, then, you know, and you can use him then for Once 60, Davis 80, is done. 100 pitches if need mm-hmm. be. But get there. No, I, I, I understand. I understand the, the other point of view. I, I do, I do get it. I, I, I mean, your point's well taken. You, you get, to get to the tenth, you get to eleventh, and you have Davis throw mm-hmm. an inning or two. Mm-hmm. Well, that time Kenley Jansen's out, right? And yeah, because this was probably going to be it. Well, probably one more inning. One for more, it. But, yeah, one more inning for him. And you extend the game, and then you get into. Yeah. But what if Lackey would have? No, he didn't. But so there is no what if. But if he, you know, but 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 if he is, if he if Lackey is somehow does do what you have him doing in the thirteenth, fourteenth, fifteenth, if he did that nine, ten, eleven. But he didn't. No, he didn't. But he didn't. I know. And he didn't. I would rather have Lackey late as opposed to Lackey mm-hmm. in a spot like that. Mm-hmm. Because John Lackey, he's, he's not very good anymore. No, he's not. I mean, this yeah. is it. This is the end of his career. Yeah. Is, you know, and that might have been the end of his career. Yeah. That's why you have that fifth pitcher, you know, starter that isn't going to start mm-hmm. come a playoff series. Mm-hmm. And that's John Lackey. It is this year, you, yeah. You use that guy as a bridge. If something crazy happens and it happens in playoff baseball, that's what he's there for. He's not in there to get big outs in a spot that he's never come in and done it before. It didn't make a lick of sense to me. Yeah, but I, the I day thought before it was he wasn't awful, was he? I wasn't awful, but I mean, it's typical back John Lackey. Days, yeah, well, that yeah. was the thing. He'd never done that before, so right. that's that's another thing that uh, is not going in Joe Madden's or my favor. <laughs> um, so yeah, two nothing. It doesn't look good now. Conversely, I like the Yankees tonight. I, I don't you do. I kind of like the Yankees tonight. They this has been a hell of a series. Mm-hmm. It, it really has, Trent. I mean, Justin Verlander had to have one of those pitching performances the other day that is going to resonate for a long, long time. I mean, look, I, I get where it was in the second game of the ALCS. This isn't like a World Series 
where you know where where we're going to talk about this one of the final games of the year. They still have some work to do, but Verlander is. I mean, what a difference he has made since he's come over. He hasn't lost since he's been an Astro. And I loved. Uh, I was reading an article yesterday about him. Always been uh, more analytical as his career's gone on, and really started to dive deep a few years ago. And uh, the Astros are saying we probably over inundate our guys with information. And Verlander just keeps asking for more. Does he? Yeah, just every possible thing, mm-hmm. every scenario. And coming from Detroit, pretty old school baseball operation there to Houston. With a former is, catcher as, as, yeah. as his one-time manager, yeah. you would think that, yeah. And now they go be. to completely other side, and Verlander's been eating it up, mm-hmm. it sounds like, and loving it. So Charlie Morton tonight for the Astros. I loved him in Pittsburgh. Yeah, just solid. Yep. Against Sabathia. Who's a four or five inning guy. That's yeah. all you can expect. But the four that he gave them in game five in Cleveland mm-hmm. were, were lights out. He looked like CC Sabathia of old. Right. Maybe it was the ballpark. Maybe it was him being back in that city. So, look, at all I, I just want to extend these things, right? right. I mean, just, I don't care. No sweeps. Really, I, if the Cubs get knocked out, they get knocked out. I won't lose a wink of sleep. Likewise, I really don't have the dog in the fight. I guess Houston for the story now, yeah. right, with the city and what what they went through with the hurricane and the. The ability maybe to to help a city come together and help heal, but um, yeah, it, look at for those people that still don't think October is the best month on the sports <laughs> calendar. Really, you might want to rethink that one. It's been unbelievable, Trent. This weekend was everything in a nutshell. I mean, NFL was crazy, mm-hmm. college football was crazy, MLB last night was absolutely fantastic. The NBA, if that's your cup of tea, it starts tomorrow. The NHL's in full flight. College basketball is practicing. Um, you know, we're, we're getting these midnight madness events around the country. Um, so it's just, it just takes it to a new level, right? Upsets all over the place, starting Friday night. Two of them. And three if you want to throw high school in the mix. Well, with Ankeny Centennial, Dowling yeah. goes down. When was the last time they lost? They've lost twice in the regular season over the last four years to Valley, but only in the regular season. And Valley's the only school that's beat them. Yes. Have not lost now, anybody. Now, you weren't there. You did johnson Waukee, right? Yes. Yep. Johnston got the win there, and they're district champs. But, yeah, I mean, it was 12 nothing. I'm like, hey, that Centennial defense, and that's what we thought was going to be good. Oh, they're playing well against Dowling. Mm-hmm. Then they score, 12-7. Oh. And the next update I get. Oh, they're up. They're 22-12. They run up 22 in a row. Hold on for a 22-19 And a missed win. field goal at the end, apparently. Yeah, yeah. Dowling had a chance to tie it mm-hmm. and missed the field goal. And now... Have they got a pretty good kicker normally, Gino? Have you seen Dowling? You saw Valley yeah, Dowling, right? Yeah. Not a, not a stud kicker. Okay. You know, not a guy that you're confident that you know, knocks it in the end zone every time and hits it from 50-plus. Right. Not a guy like that. He's fine, but yeah. When I saw the distance, too, I'm like, eh, it's probably right at the edge of the range. Yeah, no, was he short or was he wide? I didn't know? hear if it was wide okay. or if it was short or what, but yeah. And uh, now Dowling, they got to beat Ames. No, they're going to beat Ames, but <laughs> they got to beat Ames. They're on the road. I know, and if they lose, they're out, right? Yes. And you think about that. <laughs> the overwhelming, no, like they'll probably beat Ames. But yeah. uh, anyways, uh, Aaron Rodgers going down yesterday yes. as, as a sports fan. You hate to see that, right? Mm-hmm. I don't think it was a dirty play. He was out of the pocket. Rodgers was probably, you know, he was probably pissed off that he knew that something wasn't right when mm-hmm. he's mouthing off at bar. He did take a couple of steps. If he's in the pocket, it's a flag. And I thought I saw the white hat kind of start to reach for his hip a little bit <laughs> before he, you know, kind of processed everything. Yeah, he's out of the pocket. It was only a couple of steps. But look at Green Bay. 
Well, you saw the point spread. The point spread swung like nine points. Mm-hmm. Green Bay would have been a six-point favorite. They're a three-point dog. So what do they do? Call Colin Kaepernick? Well, ca- can you now? I mean, can can Kaepernick seriously? If he wouldn't have filed that sure. yesterday, mm-hmm. then I think that there would have been a chance, and maybe I'm dead wrong on this too, but I'm not having a real good first segment to start <laughs> the week here, but maybe, maybe, maybe he just wouldn't have got a call. I mean, maybe there was collusion that no one's of the 32 is going to call this guy. There has to be, right? There has to be collusion here. Because, Trent, what have we always said about the NFL? Character aside, look at some of the character of some of the guys that are pl- rapists, mm-hmm. abusers, batterers. If you can play in the league, somebody's going to give you that second, sometimes third chance. Yes. Unfortunately, that's been the truth, mm-hmm. right? Look at uh, Greg, uh, the, the cowboy. Uh, Greg Hardy. Was, uh, Greg Hardy, right, was with Carolina. Look at how many chances he got. Absolutely. Kaepernick looks like he's getting blackballed. When, and it seems to be the business decision at the crux of all of this. When the Titans signed Brandon Whedon. And, and, and passed him. That was the last draw for Kaepernick, and he yes. said as much. Brandon Whedon yeah. is awful. Right. And he gets a job because he, quote, he knew the playbook. Mm-hmm. Oklahoma Pat- State quarterback Friday night. <laughs> yes. Names that November. You know, Kaepernick has been working out. It's not like he's just been laying. He, right. He works out. You know, there's been stories in about New him. Jersey, I yeah. think, right? Yeah, wakes up at four every morning, goes. He's got a little practice time in the field, yep. goes through his workouts. Not just some guy sitting around waiting for the call. He's out there. He's working mm-hmm. out. And you can't find a spot for Colin Kaepernick in this league. He's blackballed. Well, it's I, collusion. I, you know what? If, if if anybody's looking for ideas, I have one because Denver needs a quarterback in the worst way. <laughs> Trevor Simeon. Look at that uh, rumbling this summer. Yes, for a short period. Yes, yeah. very. Yeah. Well, two years ago. Two no, years two ago. years okay, ago. Right. He was going to sign. Yeah, that yeah. was it. Was going to be. T- in fact, Elway tried to trade for him. Ah. And they wanted Kaepernick to take a pay cut. You remember that? Okay. Kaepernick said, "No, I'm going to I'm going to sit and you know rot, yeah, and take my take the uh, let the Niners pay me the contract that I signed. Mm-hmm. That's what it was. It was it was a pay cut that was asked for. All right, Mark Morehouse coming up. Bama Bob is here. Dylan Montz is here. Vinny Iyer on the NFL. Um, look, Tony Romo is really good in the booth. <laughs> Tony Romo's the guy that maybe, wouldn't that be something? Yeah, you know what? He's not coming out of the booth. I don't think he is. I don't think you can turn your back on, can you? Sure. Of course. Brett Favre? Yeah, but you're seven weeks into the year, and you're on the A team at CBS. Do they have the Super Bowl this year? Good question. I don't know offhand. I did at one point, no. Uh, Anyways. Yeah, just look at uh, Green Bay's one of the four teams locally that moved the needle here, and you, you hate to see it. And as soon as it happened, if you're a Vikings fan, I don't think you wanted to your team to win the game that way. I, I really don't. I think that uh, there's a great deal of respect. Uh, even Bears fans, Vikings fans, football fans, you got to respect Favre, right? NBC. NBC has it. Hal Michaels, who... Uh... Yeah, put as, as soon as he said oh. it last night, I knew that that was going to come back to yeah. bite him. You know, you can't say that. You, Worse week than RV. Ugh. Yeah, you, I mean, three or four, it was, it was. you got it, yeah. you kind of wanted to laugh. Five years ago, I'd have been doubled over probably. Sure. Ten years ago, we'd have been, you know, started the show with that, playing it. But that, you just, it's, it's, times it's have changed. It's different. It's different. Uh, it won't be, we won't be different. We're going to have Mark Morehouse next. We will get into uh, what he thought of the bye week, what happened. Um Dowling Kicker had the distance easy. It was right, wide right. Thank you, Lance, uh, for uh, giving us that update. Wide right, thought he might hook it in. Dowling also lost to Urbandale in 2012? 2012, yeah. That was the last time they lost a district game. 
was gotcha. 2012. I think they lost that year in the quarterfinals and lost three times maybe during the year. But uh, since then, it has been two regular season losses to Tom Valley. Wilson's got it going on. <laughs> yes, yes, he does. <laughs> Mark Morehouse joins us next. Trent and I are here Monday through Friday from noon until 2 uh, on 1700 KBGG. Your home and away voice for UNI football. 1700 KBGG. It's football season, and that means it is time to find your spot for all the big games. Trent Cotton here for Draft House 50 on Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. 48 big screen TVs, all the games on college Saturdays, and the NFL on Sundays. Draft House 50 in West Des Moines. But it's not just about having all the great games on. You need more than that. You need great food. Draft House 50 has just that. Huge burgers. My favorite, the pizza burger. Ground beef, Italian sausage, mozzarella cheese, little marinara, and pepperoni. Big burgers, great sandwiches, pizza. You want to go with the lighter fare? They got salads and appetizers for you as well. And you can't forget about the beer. It's in the name, Draft House 50. Local beers on tap, micro brews, whatever you're in the mood for, make it Draft House 50 in West Des Moines. Your football headquarters, Draft House 50, 6240 Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. I'll see you there. Now, we'd never tell you what kind of truck to drive, but what kind of snow plow? Well, that's a different story. For more than 65 years, Fisher Plows have been getting the job done reliably and efficiently. From heavy-duty commercial plows, V-plows to break through deep snow drifts, or a personal snow plow for your half-ton truck, you'll find the Fisher Plow that's right for your need at Shuling Hitch in Des Moines and Ames. It's time to upgrade your blade with a new Fisher Plow from Shuling Hitch. Visit ShulingHitch.com. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, inventor of MyPillow. My employees and I would like to thank you for making MyPillow possible. Years ago, when I invented MyPillow, I thought I was the only one out there with problems sleeping. Pillows would go flat, I'd flip-flop all night or wake up with a sore neck or headache. So that's why I invented MyPillow. You can adjust MyPillow's patented fill to your exact individual needs to help you get to sleep faster and stay there longer to get the quality sleep you need. I back it with my 10-year warranty and my 60-day money-back guarantee. And now to thank you, I'm bringing back my best offer ever. Buy one of my MyPillows and get another one absolutely free. Go to MyPillow.com or call 800-951-4694 and use promo code Des Moines to buy a MyPillow and get another absolutely free. That's MyPillow.com or call 800-951-4694 and use promo code Des Moines. Hey, it's Trent Condon here from Jimmy B and TC. If you've been talking and thinking about improving your health, I have an idea for you. Do what I did. Call New Leaf Wellness. My weight had been increasing, my endurance during workouts was waning, and I was just feeling sluggish. New Leaf Wellness put together a program to help me lose weight, improve my energy, and they can do the same for you. Call New Leaf Wellness today at 515-650-1358 to schedule a free, no-obligation consultation. That's 515 650 
1358 for New Leaf Wellness. And tell them TC sent you. Losing a loved one hurts. Amanda the Panda is here to help. For nearly 40 years, the local nonprofit program has been helping grieving families find hope and healing. Registration is now open for its fall support group for the Camp Amanda the Panda held October 14th and 15th in Indianola. Learn more and register for free at amandathepanda.org or call 515-223-HUGS. That's amandathepanda.org, 515-223-HUGS. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. Kate here with Food Dudes Delivery. Are you tired of the same old delivery options? Food Dudes Delivery can solve that problem for you. We deliver for restaurants that don't do delivery. Order through us at fooddudesdelivery.com. Place your order for lunch today, dinner tonight, or your office party tomorrow at fooddudesdelivery.com. Cap is back. Flag Guy here. We're proud to sponsor the foremost expert on all things Chicago. Dave Kaplan, weekly here on the Ken Miller Show. While Cap has the behind the scenes on your favorite Chicago sports team, we have the flags, Bears, Bulls, Blackhawks, Sox, Cubs. We've got them all. Northwestern, too. I guess they kind of count. Check out our Chicago flags and a whole lot more online at heartlandflags.com. And peep the retail store, too. 3719 Southwest 9th, Des Moines. Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Trent Conn and myself with you, noon until 2, Monday through Friday. Bama Bob still to come this hour. Dylan Montz, Ames Tribune at uh, 120. Matt Campbell has met the media earlier this morning. We'll get an update uh, from uh, Dylan Montz. By the way, Jacob Park no longer listed on the depth chart. Uh, let's get to, uh, into the Hawks, who had a bye week uh, this past week. They go to Northwestern, 11 o'clock on Saturday. The following week, a 5.30 kickoff against the Gophers. Mark Moorhouse, Cedar Rapids Gazette, joins us. Mark, Trenton, Ken, a 5.30 kickoff. You don't see too many of those out there, Mark. How's things? Uh, things are great. Um, that's an idiot kickoff time. That's like the stupidest kickoff time they have. So enjoy that, everybody. Yeah, uh, the writers won't. Um, the fans, I think they this is they get kind of get the best of both worlds, right? Late afternoon or no, early. no, no, no. You, if you want a night kickoff, seven o'clock. Seven o'clock, seven o'clock right? is the night kickoff. Yeah, five thirty is uh, five thirty just ruins your dinner. Well, uh, yeah, right? I, mean, I guess. I mean, the, the New York Giants ruined mine last night. I'm a, I'm a late eater. Um, let's get, uh. Uh, I want to ask you about the, uh, the Nebraska news right off the bat. I don't know if it's Moose or Moe's, but he's 67 years old, and he's now the athletic director at Nebraska. Um, look, he, he gave Mike Leach a chance, and it certainly looks like it's worked out with Washington State. Were you surprised when you saw that name? And especially, look, I'm – Approaching sixty marks for guys that get an opportunity that late uh, at a at a at a big spot like that, you you, you appreciate, but still, he's sixty seven. Yeah, I that doesn't bother me as much as uh, you know what uh, what 
what's what's the tie? What's the you know the what's fit. the uh, yeah? What's the fit with Nebraska? I mean, what we're you know if he just comes in as a sixty-seven-year-old sort of outsider, you know, it's going to take him some, some time to gather a power base or to figure out who's on his side and who isn't. And I think in the make-believe world of college athletics, where everybody's you know pulling with one, pulling on the same side of the rope, uh, it doesn't always work out that way. And you don't know, you know, this new guy coming in is going to, you know, some of the people who are entrenched are going to kind of go, I don't know about this guy. And so that's going to be, you know, they'll they'll have to fight with that. But but really, we're very in the lead here. When does he bring Mike Leach in to coach Nebraska? I mean, it's got to happen, right? I mean, let's let's not let's not kid around. Yeah, uh, it would be great for media day, probably, Mark. Yeah. Um, I might go cover Nebraska's media day over Iowa <laughs> for sure because I want to talk to the Pirate. Yeah, never a dull moment. Well, uh, Mark, with the week off, the Hawkeyes get Northwestern on the road. The Wildcats with a win over Maryland. Uh, still difficult to get a read on this team. I know offensive line was a big struggle uh, for them. Looks like they're putting it together. Justin Jackson's getting going. Clayton Thorson. Hawks going to have to score to win this one in Evanston? Yeah, I think so. And uh, uh, it looks like whatever Northwestern had going on offense, they figured it out against Maryland. Mm-hmm. Maybe Maryland sucks. I don't know. But uh, uh, Thor had a lot underneath patterns. They were moving the ball. I don't know how many first downs they ended up with, but they really moved the ball well. Uh, Justin Jackson is, you know, that's a forgotten back in the Big Ten. Yep. Guys, uh, is like sixty years old out there. He's, he should be Nebraska's AD. Um, I, th- I I really like the way that they the offensive line kind of I, I thought sort sort of took charge against Maryland. So that's a good thing. I think uh, once they got Patty Fisher back last week and uh, Godwin Iguobike, uh they were a much better defense. Mm-hmm. I think the uh, one thing that one of the I picked Northwestern second in the West because I really liked the depth they had on defensive line and they, they are rotating eight guys. But it seems like everybody in the West now is rotating eight guys. It's are your are your eight guys worth a damn? And I thought, yeah, they looked pretty good. I thought I thought uh, Northwestern looked okay, at least against uh, Maryland, which I'm not sure what the identity is there. I mean, the, you know, they're down to their third string quarterback, right. and he was in and out of the game against Northwestern. So Northwestern impressed me over the weekend. Um, it's a 50-50 game for Iowa. Yeah, you know, Maryland, Mark, I, I've watched them twice. Uh, week one against Texas, the upset win in Austin. I, I liked their win a couple of weeks ago uh, over the Gophers. I'm not sure what to make of the Gophers. So uh, I was just, I came away impressed by Northwestern. I, I really did. You know, watching a lot of football this week in the Big Ten as well, um, and I was going to face freshman running backs in back-to-back weeks, Taylor and Dobbins. Taylor with Wisconsin, Dobbins, of course, Ohio State. Of those two, which would you buy stock in? Because I think they're both really good. Um, I think Taylor because it seems like he has the stairway to heaven to number one carries. And I'm not sure that's settled yet on Ohio State. I mean, Dobbins some weeks. Yeah, and then Mike Mike Weber on other other downs or other series. And I both were effective. I thought um, this weekend, and I thought oh, Ohio State looked amazing. And I didn't. I didn't think Nebraska looked that bad, but Ohio State is just. Some, Iowa fans might have taken some joy or some Schadenfreude and watching that on Saturday night. Yeah, that's coming for you. Mm. I mean, that, that's coming for everybody in the Big Ten West or whoever else is on Ohio State's schedule. I think Urban Meyer just watching him pregame the glint in his eye. He wants to crush everyone now. He knows he kind of has to because they're behind the eight ball a little bit in the playoffs. But uh, I think Wisconsin, I think Jonathan Taylor, I think the way Wisconsin is built, you're going to see this guy put up numbers. He's going to, you know, he's only he's a true freshman. 
Um, if he's, now, it depends on how long he sticks around running backs. Probably three years, but, you know, he's a guy who's going to probably gain 1,000 yards, maybe 2,000 yards one year, and, you know, if he sticks out four, you know, people are going to be forgetting who Ron Dane was. Scary to say, Ron Dane throwing him around in that conversation. And Monte Ball and Gordon and a whole yeah. bunch of them. There's a long, long list. Mark, I just continue to come back. You know, Purdue, they're dinking around with the Boilermakers. They're the best in the West, no doubt. How good is this Wisconsin team, though? Uh, I think I think it's a playoff-caliber team. I'm not sure if I said really? that to you guys early on. Gosh, I hope I did, but uh, uh, I think it's a playoff-caliber team. I think it, right now it's on the track to go to 12-0. and Iowa might have, you know, the most to say about Iowa, Michigan, I think, are the two mm-hmm. biggest challenges it has left. Um, Iowa is at Camp Randall that weekend, so we're cut, we're cut out for the Hawkeyes. But, you know, there's a threat there, and I think the, the way they play the game, uh, Iowa might be able to, you know, stick a stick in those spokes, but who knows. Um, I think Wisconsin, if you look at the two schedules and you look at the playoffs in the Big Ten, Wisconsin probably has the easiest path, at least until the Big Ten title game. Mm-hmm. Um, Ohio State has Penn State. It has Michigan State. It has Michigan yet. Um, so I think right now Wisconsin might be best positioned to make the playoffs, even if they're 12-0 and and they lose in the Big Ten title game to, say, Ohio State. That's still, prob- that's still a team that's going to have a really great argument for the playoff, in my mind. I- I'm with you, especially with the, the carnage that we saw this past week. I'm, I'm totally on board with that, Mark. And I do think right now that watching as much college as I do on a weekly basis, I think Ohio State right now, subject to change, clearly it's a week after it's a weekly proposition, looks like the second-best team in football uh, behind Alabama. Depth chart has come out for, for Northwestern, Mark. Any big changes uh, to the depth chart? And other than Josie Jewell, who seemed to be you know the one guy that really needed the bye week, who else needed that bye week that had it? And any changes to the depth chart that caught your eye? Well, I think one kind of uh, this goes across both lines there. Uh, Manny Rogumba's health, I think, is becoming more and more of an interesting thing, and more and more something that uh, should worry Iowa because you know he, he's he's better than Ojimu, Michael Ojemudia. Mm-hmm. He's he's the better corner. He won the job. He's been hurt, uh, so he's not been able to play much. He got in for one play against uh, Illinois, and it was he ended up covering a tight end. The tight end ran him over and gained 31 yards. Mm-hmm. Phil Parker last week said, yeah, I probably shouldn't put him out there for that one play, and he was right. But I think Manny Rugamba's health, and right now on the depth chart today, he's listed uh, as the number two behind Ojemunia. I think they need him back. and need him back now. Um, Akram Wadley, you know, he's probably had a few more touches than I would have thought, at least running the ball. So I think you know, bye week was important for him. Um, I think bye week was important for Nate Stanley, just not, not anything health-wise, just uh, getting in the books. And making this offense go, and that's a, that's a big part of the thing. And uh, uh, any, I'm trying to think. Uh, I'm looking at number two running back, and you know, I'm wondering if James, how much James Butler's injury really kind of uh, set Iowa back because he had a he had a definite package in the offense. He was getting 10, 10 to thirteen carries a week. That goes away, and then they don't quite trust the other two running backs. So then it falls onto Wobbly, and then all of a sudden, well, who gets those? You know, the the uh, whatever formula they had for Butler's carries, they haven't really quite figured that out yet. I think that's something that they have to just kind of let go. And you know, if it's Torn Young, if it's uh, Ivory Kelly Martin, one of those two guys has to get it, a chunk of carries and take some of the just take some of the wear and tear off Wadley. So, with the bye week, what do you want to see different from this Iowa team? What What are you hoping that they come out 
and do differently uh, coming out 11 o'clock in Evanston? Um, good question, man. Um, I, a dedication to running the ball. I, there were a couple plays last week that I thought, or against Illinois, that I thought were terrific. Um, Howard Griffiths talked about one of them in a Big Ten breakdown. It was sort of a counter move. Iowa hasn't done that a lot since, I want to say since 2015 Northwestern, where you know, Wadley was running counters uh, two or three times in that game for big yardage. Um, he did that against uh, uh, Illinois. They got the Wadley got the edge pretty easily and scored, I want to say it was an 18-yard run. So uh, I'd like to see more of that, more of a creative movement as far as what Iowa does with motions. I think once, you know, one time through uh, or, you know, six, half, half a season into this Brian Ferentz thing, uh, coordinators probably caught on to some uh, the way motions go, Stanley snap count. I think now is when you start to see some of those some of those deep self-scouting and adjustments, and I, I would like to see more counters. I think they need that. I think, uh, I, I think obviously, and I think everybody who, who follows Iowa Landia, they want to know, they want to watch this offensive line grow, and they need, to, they need to see it grow because that's really the key to the second half for the Hawkeyes is uh, getting the offensive line together and getting the running game at least trending up. Like right now they're at three, I want to say three, seven a carry. It's got to be four or five for this team to if it has any hope of going four and two in the league or four and two in this, the back half of the schedule. Mm. Last thing, Mark Gersandi has been anointed as the punter, at least for this week, probably the right move. Rastetter had his chance. Gersandi, when we saw him, it's not like he set the world on fire. Maybe um, the, the best of a, a mediocre group of punters back there, at least at this point in Gersandi's career. Yeah. Um, uh, my, 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 I'm not only the complaint, but my argument to people who wanted rest that are pulled was, well, you know, if they had a guy who could boom at 60 yards, don't you think he'd be in there? Yeah. Um, and they, and I think we found out they don't. And maybe they, maybe there's consistency things. Maybe it was just time to give Gersandi a shot. We'll see. That job is totally open in my mind and, uh, kind of a big deal for the way Iowa plays football. So we'll see going forward. Right now, I think maybe Gersandi can, you know, show something in the second half. I think they're kind of guessing right now and just going by feel, and I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if that thing doesn't settle the entire season. Uh, did you see C.J. Beathard play yesterday at all? Yeah, uh, looked great, I, I thought. thought so, too. Um, moved, moved, yep. moved a kind of an offense that's not great right now, and but he moved them, and uh, first time since 1995, an Iowa quarterback has thrown a pass in an that's NFL crazy. game. That's crazy. Everyone, that, that's a great thing for Iowa football to be able to get off the board. Now, if they can get a wide receiver to catch a pass, it'll be the first one since, I want to say, 2006, Tim Dwight. So if we're still using the name Tim Dwight for something in the NFL <laughs> in Iowa, we're, it's, it's aging. Yeah. It's aging. And uh, they need a receiver to catch a pass. It'd be cool if a running back uh, scored a touchdown. I'm not sure when the last time that happened. Had to have been Sean Green and just a few years ago. That's but even Sean, even, even Sean Green, is, even that's starting to age a little bit. Great stuff, Mark Morehouse. We will uh, catch up with you next Monday. Thank you, as always. You bet. Take care, guys. Thank you. Mark Morehouse, Cedar Rapids Gazette. As, uh, he joins us to talk Hawks as they come out of their bye and get set to t- take on Northwestern. That's a tough spot. Northwestern figuring it out. Yes, they are. Offensive line finally improving. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
Yeah, there's been a couple of ugly ones in Evanston for the Hawkeyes throughout the years. Yeah, Thorson, too, doing a little damage running the football when a play breaks down, uh, especially this past week. We'll take a timeout. More college football conversation. Bama Bob is coming up next. Dylan Mott says Iowa State covered at 120. Uh, Vinny Iyer will uh, go back into the NFL, and we'll recap this week and take a look forward. Uh, it's the Ken Miller Show on 1700 KBGG. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. If your basement leaks or floods, or if you have mold, mildew, or a musty smell, call Midwest Basement Systems today to request a free basement waterproofing estimate. As Iowa's premier basement waterproofing and foundation repair contractor, Midwest Basement Systems will send one of their certified basement waterproofing specialists to visit your home and conduct a thorough inspection of your basement's foundation. Hi, this is Craig Hodson, Vice President, Market Manager at Cumulus Media Des Moines. Cumulus is a proud sponsor of the Polk City Chamber of Commerce. The Chamber promotes economic development to strengthen the business climate and enhance the quality of life in Polk City. Please join me in welcoming and supporting these members. Aspen Air Incorporated, CJM Financial Incorporated, Cup Insurance Incorporated, Fort and Schlegel, Capos Family Medicine, Latitude 41 and Sandbar Grill, Mordini Real Estate, Keller Williams, Greater Des Moines, Permar Security, Polk City Pub, Rock Valley Physical Therapy, 1700 AM, The Big Talker, News and Sports, TLC Gifts. The Polk City Chamber of Commerce and Cumulus Media wish to thank these members. Learn more about the Polk City Chamber of Commerce online at polkcitychamber.com. Here's a list of reasons why AT&T prepaid is a great prepaid choice, according to Julius and Deb. When you switch to AT&T prepaid, you get a new ZTE Maven 3 smartphone for free. When you switch to AT&T prepaid, you get a new ZTE Maven 3 smartphone for free. I just said that. Well, it's worth repeating. AT&T prepaid has no annual contracts. And AT&T's reliable network. There's no hidden fees. No credit checks. No compromises. No strings attached. AT&T prepaid has plans for people who like great prices. Plans for people who like great deals. Flexibility. Reliability. Customers named Deb. Customers named Julius. Customers in Albuquerque. Customers in Springfield. Which one? All of them. The list is long. Really long. Thanks, Julius. Thanks, Deb. You're welcome, announcer guy. 
No matter your reason, switch to AT&T Prepaid to get a new ZTE Maven 3 smartphone for free and all the advantages of AT&T's reliable network with no compromises. Limited time offer available at participating AT&T stores. Requires new line of service, $45 or $65 plan and auto pay. Reliable network claim for third-party sources. Fees, coverage, and other restrictions apply. Details at att.com slash prepaid. Are you in the mood for real, classic, homemade Italian food? Well, I have the spot for you. It's Villaggio. Two locations. The newest location in Urbandale, 2675 100 Street. The original in Norwalk. Classic dishes like cavatelli, spaghetti, lasagna, and vodka rigatoni. Top-notch pizza and awesome sandwiches. A great happy hour and Italian done right. Villaggio. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next-day installation, 515-262-STAR. You ever wonder what you look like with a full, natural head of hair? Well, find out. Mr. Executive lets you try before you buy. Get real hair again and a lease with options. Mr. Executive offers a 90-day lease for just $200. At the end of 90 days, if you decide to keep your new hair, the initial investment goes toward the purchase price. Look, don't spend any more money on potions and lotions that don't work. Check the latest in hair replacement online at mrexecutive.com or call 274-4049. Mr. Executive, 70th and University in Windsor Heights. Recap college football wise, NFL wise, college football right now. Red River Shootout, Trent. Did you see much of it? Uh, quite a bit, yeah. I was uh, a lot of Miami Georgia Tech for me. That Were was, you? Oh, you had that game. That was, you had an interest. That in was that a big game. play yes. for me. And, and well done, by the way. Thank you, thank you. I took a taste on the money line though, so could have been better. You late. Yeah, yeah. could have been way better. Yeah. Not for that bounce at the end of it. Uh, let's get into college football. He's Bama Bob. He joins us thrice weekly as we move towards the uh, back half of the season. Bama Trent and Ken, thanks for coming on. How are you? I'm great, Ken. How are you? I'm doing well. Bama, uh, the weekend started off, and we knew on Friday that uh, uh, that Jimmy B's favorite term in this chaos is about to ensue as number two Clemson goes down. That game wasn't a fluke. Uh, boy, you know what? Syracuse got a quarterback. Eric Dungy, I think is his name. He was right. really good in that football game. They ran the ball uh, as well. Uh, and then later on, Washington State, Bama, they just didn't show up. Um, you know, what they, they were Friday night, what Denver was last night. Washington State <laughs> was a no-show against Cal. Let's start with the carnage from Friday before we move into Saturday. Yeah, the, the Washington State game, Ken, we mentioned it on, on when we talked Friday that I thought that was a, a dangerous game for them. Not, you know, who knew 37-3 to three or whatever it turned out to be. Um, as you said, this didn't show up because, you know, Big win over USC, followed it up with a road win at Oregon. Just, just a team that's not used to being in the top ten and and taking everybody's best shot or, or you know, pick your cliche. I just, I just thought they were in for a tough game. I thought they would win it because Cal, to this point, has really not been spectacular uh, in, in anything. Uh, the wins over North Carolina and Ole Miss, you know, look good on the surface, but you dig a little deeper and. You know, how good are they? But, yeah, I mean, I don't know what it was, whether it was the, the force fires or, or what. But, you know, now they're in a little bit of trouble, even though Washington lost yep. because, um, 
you know, the, the, the meat of their schedule was ahead of them. And, you know, Utah lost, uh, you know, on a dumb move, in my opinion, by Whittingham, but you know, we can discuss that later if you want. However, uh, I, I didn't see that. The Clemson game, to me, was, was a much bigger surprise, obviously. Um, but, you know, you could kind of see this. I don't want to say you could see it coming, Ken, but there's been a little signs of trouble with with um, with Clemson. You know, the Wake Forest game was tighter than we thought it would be at home. Uh, the Boston College game was, you know, a game into the fourth quarter at home. Uh, and then when you lose your quarterback, uh, who who may be out for a while because that that really looked like a nasty nasty he, hit. He was um, unconscious, Bama. I think he was out. I agree, and I Dabo said that as much that he was knocked out. And I've seen today that they said, you know, listen, we're taking no chances with him. We're not. You know, you're talking about a young man's future, and with all the, you know, concussion discussion, if you want to call it that, uh, or you know, at every level of football. Um, you shouldn't take any chances with it. So they're going to make sure he's 100% clear. they got a bye week that'll help. Uh, but, yeah, those two games started it, and then we had a couple more yesterday or uh, Saturday that, that just really, you know, uh, you know, Jimmy B's got to be the happiest guy in America right now. <laughs> well, uh, Bamba, you go through this year, and, you know, for the most part, the first couple of playoffs, they've been cut and dry. There's been arguments, but it seemed pretty simple. Is this setting right. up to be the most difficult job the committee's going to have this season? Oh, absolutely. Um, and, and I tell you, the wild card in all this is, is really Georgia to me because if they make it through, I think Alabama's going to make it through undefeated. We saw Auburn yesterday. I mean, believe it or not, people are calling for Gus Malzahn's head mm-hmm. again. Um, and, and listen, I can't necessarily blame him because his record against Alabama, LSU, Georgia, uh, somebody said yesterday he's good against the bad teams and bad against the good teams. So, uh, you know, 64 yards of offense in the second half, ran it 17 consecutive times on first down. Okay, I mean, where's the imagination in all of this? You know, and they could have won. They were up 20 to nothing. Uh, LSU really had, you know, no way back in the game. A couple of dumb plays, dropped interception, which could have ended the score. Um, anyway, uh, just, just not a good – Look, uh, I don't know that they're good enough to beat Alabama or Georgia. And if that if that game turns out to be two undefeated teams with everything else that's gone on now, particularly, say, if, if TCU loses. TCU's the last hope, really, for the Big 12. Maybe Oklahoma, uh, if, if they get into a championship game there. But if an undefeated Alabama and an undefeated Georgia meet in the SEC championship, I said it last week, I didn't think there would be much of an appetite for the two only the two really good teams in one conference making it in, but that was before everybody else started losing. Uh, so that you know the Pac-12 is not going to have an undefeated champion. The Big 12 has a shot, uh, but they're probably you know if, if TCU can finish it out, the ACC likely will not. Uh, I don't know that Miami's good enough to finish it out and mm-hmm. run the table. Um, but man, I mean, now all of a sudden you're just starting to compare resumes and one-loss teams and. You know, it looks pretty good for Oklahoma that went over Ohio State, but, you know, my goodness, you know, the Big Ten really needs Penn State uh, to win out. Uh, they, I think if they want to assure themselves something. So it, it, it's going to be nuts, and uh, I'll be interested to see where the poll comes out uh, when it does, particularly in relation to the Ohio State and Oklahoma. Are they going to give the Sooners credit for that win in, in Columbus early in the season, or are they going to be flipped? 
Hmm. Bama's going to be interesting because I'm thoroughly convinced uh, that the way Ohio State's playing right now, that they are the second best team in the country. And they'll host Penn State on the 28th of October. Uh, go ahead and get your pen out and pen uh, sure. game day in for <laughs> uh, for, for right. Columbus that day because that's going to be – I mean, watching what Ohio State did to Nebraska, they scored every single possession. I mean, they 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 were unstoppable. Yeah. And, and look, and I know Nebraska's not that they're, – they're, they're nowhere near – being a good football team. In fact, no. I, I thought they were going to be six and six before the year. I was wrong. I think they'd be five and seven at absolute best. Uh, but watching yeah. Ohio State do what they wanted at will, since that offensive line is kind of gelled, Bama, I think they're a different team. I think they're the second best team in the country. Uh, well, they're going to have a chance to prove it. I mean, and that's that's the good thing that that you like. I mean, and, and look, you give them credit because you know, listen, the, the Oklahoma win it. it that was a convincing win. That wasn't one of these, you know, hey, you know, Hail Mary fluke, the old Michigan, Michigan State, you know, drop punt kind of thing uh, from a couple of years or two or three years ago. I mean, this this was, you know, Oklahoma went in there and yeah, beat them. pushed them around at least in the second half. Um, you know, then the whole plant the flag and, you know, that kind of thing. But whatever it is, they've, they've turned it around. They've gotten better. Like you said, the offensive line, they're running the ball. J.T. Barrett's playing out of his mind. I temper it a little bit, Ken, with the level of competition That's because true. That's you know true. when you listen to me, Nebraska is Tennessee. Okay, they they are a program right now in tradition and name only. They are not a good football team. Tennessee is going to come into Alabama and just get embarrassed uh, this week, I'm afraid. And uh, Nebraska, I don't think is very good. So let's see how you know Ohio State's going to have their shot, as you said, at Penn State. Uh, who who has a big one? I, or is it, I, that game may be in Columbus. I can't remember. Um, I know Penn State and this is, is playing this week, so I know that game is in Happy Valley. But you know, man, look, uh, you may be right. I'm still going with Georgia right now. If mm-hmm. I had to rank them, you know, I, I'd have Alabama, Penn State, Georgia, TCU, but Ohio State is sitting right there knocking. That said, they can't afford another slip up, nope. and they're going to have three really tough games on their schedule in Penn State, Michigan, and probably Wisconsin if they get through those first two. Yeah, they still got Penn State at Iowa, Michigan State, Illinois at Michigan, and then, as you mentioned, uh, Wisconsin. That's a tough schedule, Ken. Yeah, I mean, I we're gonna, listen, they, they've done what they need to do against some bad competition uh, to right the ship, but there's not many soft spots left for them, so they're going to have to just – we're going to find out quickly uh, in the next three or four weeks. And, and, look, if they run that, I think they deserve to get in. Uh, but, again, it's going to be fascinating, you know, what the committee would do with them versus a one-loss Big 12 champion mm-hmm. in Oklahoma. And then, you know, if we get two SEC teams undefeated, is that going to be basically a quarterfinal uh, instead of a semifinal uh, playoff in the SEC championship game? Bama, you mentioned uh, Tennessee, Butch Jones, Another highlight to put up there. See, Gruden was at the game this past week, too, oh, by the yeah. way, in Knoxville. Boy, they want him bad. <laughs> and my goodness, do they want that guy bad. So Butch says uh, today, quote, we did everything to win the South Carolina game except score touchdowns. Right. Oh, Butch. Yeah. Uh, that He is the gift that keeps on giving. That gift yes. is going to be done here pretty quick, though, right? Yeah. It has to be. Um, you know, look, I'll tell you, Tennessee's got a little problem up there in their athletic department in terms of budget. Uh, and, and he's owed, I think, still $8 million. That is not a small check for them. Um, you know, programs like Texas, Alabama, Ohio State, some other ones could cut that and, and probably would have already. Uh, I think they're probably going to wait until the end of the year. It may go down a couple million. I don't know. 
but it's not working. And when you say just dumb stuff like that, um, it, you know, it just it just makes the fan base even more disconnected with you. We, you know, everything but score touchdowns. Okay, well, isn't that <laughs> kind of the objective right. there, Coach? Um, you know, is to maybe put the ball in the end zone. But, um, listen, again, I, I don't wish any harm on anybody. I don't wish anybody to lose their job. But, my goodness, I'm just, you know, if, if, if as, a, as a casual observer, man, I'm afraid for that program when they come into Tuscaloosa because Saban – he got ticked off at the A&M game, uh, you know, because his team didn't finish, didn't play four quarters. Uh, better against Arkansas, who was, listen, just outmanned, you know, a guy making his first quarterback, his start at quarterback. Um, they, their objective is playing to their standard, and their standard has been as high as anybody in the country uh, since Saban has been there. And I, I just, if, if they do that, Tennessee's got no shot this week, and, this is a rivalry game. It, you know, it hasn't been much lately, but it used to be. And third Saturday in October is going to be on CBS, going to yep. be on national television, yep. and Tennessee gets blown out again on national TV. Um, and how much more can they take? Uh, great question, Bama. And you're right. CBS is going to be there 2.30 in the afternoon. Uh, yep. uh, Bama, yeah, we will... It's the best of a bad lot, basically. Yeah, it must be there for them to put that up. Bama, will, uh, hopefully your jury duty or lack thereof in this case will uh, allow us to talk on Wednesday. Thank you, Bama. Appreciate you coming on. I can always appreciate it. Thanks. Good to talk to you, Bama. Bob, recapping uh, the week that was in college football at yeah, 2.30 in the afternoon, Tennessee, Alabama. Thank God there's other options. Third Saturday in October was uh, what it was for a long time. It was great, Trent. I, I loved saw, I saw game. that game. In did, did you really? Where? 2009 at Bryant-Denny. Did you? And uh, it was awesome. Yeah. Did that's, you have good seats? Uh, we're on the 50. Well, that's good seats. Third to last row. That's all right. And that's way up there no, at Bryant-Denny. And a guy wouldn't sit down in front of us the whole game. Yeah. He, he was that guy. Don't worry. They can't hear you up here, buddy. You can, right. you can sit down for a little bit. It was an unbelievable game. Alabama's first championship season under Saban, undefeated. They had a big, fat Cody in the middle that blocked uh, yeah, a couple kicks. Absolutely. To, uh, be Terrence Tennessee. Cody. Yes. Uh, now, what took you down there? Uh, my wife had, when she taught in Japan, uh, her friend went to Alabama as well and lived in Birmingham. So we went down, stayed with her, and went to the game. What an environment. Do you remember what you paid? Uh, face, which was lucky. Wow, that's pretty good. Everybody. It was about 500 to get in. 250 a pair. And this 2009, 2009. you're talking. And it was three minutes to kick off, and mm. we were almost relegated to the fact we are going to go to a bar to watch it. And right as I'm starting to walk back to our tailgate spot. Somebody did you a favor. You need two? Yes. How much? Expecting 500. Right. Off face, 85 each. But In the door you went. off 170, and there you go. Good for you. Uh, we'll take a timeout. Uh, Dylan Mond's coming up. Uh, he will be joining us at 120. Uh, Vinny Iyer, Sporting News at 140. Ken Miller Show, uh, the 1 o'clock hour is coming up next on 1700 KBGG. Hey, it's Bill Nice to be talking to the home crowd again in central Iowa, where I was raised, where I got married. The show is right on you, 5 to 9 p.m. weekdays on Des Moines Big Talker, 1700 KBGG. Villaggio Italian Restaurant brings real homemade Italian to you. Fantastic food, great service, and an elegant vibe that feels like home. All your favorites from the original in Norwalk and an expanded menu with the newest location on 100th Street in Urbandale. Plus, one of the best happy hours in the metro from 3 to 6 each weekday. When you're thinking Italian, make it Villaggio. Pizza, pasta, sandwiches, and more. Two locations, Sunset Drive in Norwalk and 100th Street in Urbandale. Villaggio Italian Restaurant. 
At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, inventor of MyPillow. My employees and I would like to thank you for making MyPillow possible. Years ago, when I invented MyPillow, I thought I was the only one out there with problems sleeping. Pillows would go flat, I'd flip-flop all night or wake up with a sore neck or headache. So that's why I invented MyPillow. You can adjust MyPillow's patented fill to your exact individual needs to help you get to sleep faster and stay there longer to get the quality sleep you need. I back it with my 10-year warranty and my 60-day money-back guarantee. And now to thank you, I'm bringing back my best offer ever. Buy one of my MyPillows and get another one absolutely free. Go to MyPillow.com or call 800-951-4694 and use promo code Des Moines to buy a MyPillow and get another absolutely free. That's MyPillow.com or call 800-951-4694 and use promo code Des Moines. I'm Jay Farner from Quicken Loans. The rate today on a 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is 3.875%, APR 4.05%. But choosing the right mortgage lender means choosing more than just a rate. Does calling the company with 11 J.D. Power Awards for client service matter? Does calling the company that invented Rocket Mortgage, the industry's most innovative technology, matter? If working with America's number one online lender matters to you, call Quicken Loans today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com. Equal housing lender, NMLS number 3030. This is Charles Osgood. Tax compliance can be a real pain for businesses. That's why I'd like to tell you about Avalara's powerful tax automation technology. Avalara simplifies sales tax and other business taxes with real-time tax rate calculations and automatic return filing. Avalara's software already integrates with your accounting, e-commerce, and point-of-sale systems, so it couldn't be easier. Find out how the good people at Avalara can help you at avalara.com. That's A-V-A-L-A-R-A.com. With 20% back in rewards on color copies from Staples, you can run your business with confidence. The confidence to leave behind presentations that customers will read, not recycle. The confidence to produce color manuals that'll keep your business in the black. The confidence that your financial forecast will no longer be partly cloudy. Show off your business in full color for less at Staples. Now get 20% back in rewards on color presentations, manuals, and copies. Staples, it's pro time. Visit staples.com slash 20 color. Expires 11417. Exclusion supply. At Progressive, we think your floral boutique is the bee's knees. In fact, it's all the bee's knees in every hive of bees in all the trees from here to Belize. Please. Everyone agrees. You deserve the expertise of Progressive Business Insurance. With over 40 years of experience helping busy bees and their knees glide with ease like a gentle breeze. So whether you're a worker bee, a queen, or none of these, buzz over to ProgressiveCommercial.com if you please. Faster than a bee's knees as he pollinates the leaves, 